imagine if you could overhear private, unfiltered conversations between the world's most influential and inspirational women? Now you can. Welcome to Leadership Global, where you'll hear from inspiring leaders who will help you define your vision, grow your leadership, expand your influence, and increase your impact to leave a lasting legacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Lead Hership Global Podcast. We are so excited to welcome everyone to the conversation today with Haley Marie O'Keefe. She is the founder of Soul Excellence Publishing and the host of the Haley O'Keefe Show podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the journey from employee to entrepreneur and how to make that transition smoothly. We're so excited to jump right in with Haley. But I got to say, most of us have had the experience of being employed for a few years, and you probably have had now a sense of job security, maybe a regular income, benefits, and a bright future. But maybe occasionally you think, is this all there is? Maybe you want more out of life. And it could be that starting your own business may be the way to get it. However, Keep in mind, moving from employee to entrepreneur requires planning, a clear understanding of your career objectives, and the confidence that you can do the job as an independent business owner. Keep in mind that as an independent business owner, as an entrepreneur, you think differently, you act differently, you plan ahead, and you look past what's worked and what didn't so that you can always be in forecasting mode. You know, many of us dream of business ownership, and while some startups grow into really successful businesses, many do not. So jumping from employee to entrepreneur may be a leap of faith, but it's faith in your ability to achieve true business success. So today, we're so excited to have with us Kaylee O'Keefe, the founder of Soul Excellence Publishing, who's going to help us understand how to move from employee to entrepreneur and manage that transition smoothly. Kaylee will explain how to change your mindset from worker to owner and how to follow your dreams and have faith in your ability to smoothly transition from employee to entrepreneur, increasing your chances for success in your new company. That's right, Linda. Let's learn a little bit more about Kaylee because she's amazing. Kaylee Marie O'Keefe is the founder, as you said before, of Soul Excellence Publishing. She works with business leaders who desire to shape culture, amplify their impact, and leave a legacy by sharing their stories of personal transformation. So, She's, the, she's published several best-selling books, and she's the publisher of the international bestsellers leading through the pandemic, Unconventional Wisdom from Heartfelt Leaders and Significant Women Leaders, Leaders Reveal What Matters Most. Kaylee also hosts the Kaylee O'Keefe Show podcast, where she shares her uncensored views on culture, politics, society, and also sports. Prior to funding and founding the company, Kaylee spent over a decade as an advisor to Fortune 500 executives with CEB, now Gartner, and as a commercial leader at SnapDocs, a Series C real estate technology company. And she received her BA from Duke University and her MBA from the University of San Francisco. Kaylee, we are so excited to have you here with us today. 
I'm so excited to be here too with both of you and the Leadership Global Network worldwide. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. So I want to jump right in with just getting to sort of your journey. So tell us a little bit about why you have such a passion around helping leaders share their personal stories of transformation and then why you felt so passionate about it to write two books around it. <laughs> well, it's um, it's a great question, you know, and I, I, I couldn't help but thinking as you were both sharing the intro, like you brought me right back to the moment where the first seed was planted to, to become an entrepreneur, like it's not something I ever wanted to do. And I had this moment while working at, at SnapDocs where I had closed a $4 million contract, which was doubling the size of our annual revenue for the year. Like we were you know, at that stage of a company and I had worked so hard to achieve this goal, to bring the entire company on board, the client on board, like they were saying yes to a huge scope of work. And, and yet, as like we were celebrating that day, like I just, I, I felt this, just my stomach drop. And I, I did think, is this all there is? And I wouldn't officially act on it for two years, but it was that first seed of like, hmm, something something needs to change and it needs to change from within. And so as I now work with leaders who are on their journeys and desire to grow and to expand, like I love writing, I love reading. It's, you know, I'll talk to you more about kind of the journey to publishing there, but like it was in that moment that I knew that something had to change and that yes, I could continue to rise and grow within corporate, but there was that little bit of like, but, but what if you created your own thing? You know, and what would that what would that look like? So my my passion for the work that I do now with Soul Excellence Publishing, like it comes from from being that leader, from kind of feeling as you rise in the ranks that in some ways, like your like the boundaries get tighter and tighter, and of course the expectations rise. And so I love now working with leaders to help them really reconnect to that sense of self and like what is my purpose? What am I doing here? And inspire them to say actually in each and every moment. I can change just I was going down one path. I don't have to keep going down this path. I can make a split almost a, it, I think a lot of the decisions I make, they seem like they're, they're out of the blue, but they're, it's like, they've been brewing for a long, long time. And I think the entrepreneurship journey has, has been one of those. Haley, that's, um, you know, such a, I think, inspirational story of the transition from a corporate position with CEB and SnapDocs to founding your own company, Soul Excellence Publishing. And I think it's a story that a lot of people can relate to, feeling as though they're rising through the ranks, they're accelerating their career, but they're always in the back of their mind they may be saying, is this all? Is there something else? So how did you come to that decision in your career path that you decided to take that leap of faith and become an entrepreneur? Yeah, you know, looking, looking back at my career, but when you become an entrepreneur, you realize what you're doing is just getting really attuned to like, who am I and what's true about me versus the things that I've inherited from others. And when I look back at my, in my career at CEB, it was an incredible place to start my career because I got to work with executives who were so much older than me. And I learned from them. So like just about, about business, about leading teams. And it was, um, when I, I transitioned to the startup world after eight years at CEB, one of the things I realized is I like variety. 
I like change. I like doing new things. And I look back, I'm like, oh, I love to learn, like try to become the best I can be as quickly as possible, achieve some big things. And I'm like, ooh, okay, what's, what's next? And so I found myself transitioning a lot within CEB from research to then being out on the road with clients to even doing enterprise sales, which is something I never thought that I would do. And I, I jumped into the startup world largely because I was sitting in San Francisco at the time and realized I didn't know a single software engineer. Like I had moved to Silicon Valley to this tech hub. And yet, like, I didn't know the first thing about technology companies. And so that was really my like curiosity calling me to then jump into SnapDocs. And it's like each each, each, um, each experience is a little, a little seed, you know? So the, the corporate experience, I'm like, okay, I love to facilitate and lead startup experience. Now you're like, oh, this is what it takes to build, you know, a multi-million dollar company. And it, that is where I learned that being an entrepreneur, being a CEO, it is a mindset. It is a way of behaving. And it's not something we're either born with or not born with. And so it was working with um, closely with my CEO at SnapDocs that again, the seeds started to get planted of like, hmm, like I see what it takes and I see the person that you have to become in order to lead an organization and in order to put something out into the world that people almost aren't ready for yet. You know, what we were doing is like you as a CEO really had to hold on to the vision because no one else was just like, oh yeah, I'd love to do that instantly. Like you had to keep expressing it and communicating it and attracting people to, to partner with you. Um, so I, I'm really grateful for that experience to, to see what it took. And then I, I have to tell you after that experience where I closed the contract and it things just didn't feel quite right, I went on a retreat and I had this experience where this concept of soul excellence came to me. And I didn't know what it meant. I just knew that I liked the words and it suddenly felt like, oh, right, this, this is what I'm about. It is about the connection between excellence, which I view as achievement and impact and, 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 you know, kind of getting big results and whatever that looks like and soul, that inner work, that reconnection. And so that idea was planted and it wasn't until my own experience last year, writing a chapter in a best-selling book that I thought, wow, how amazing that we don't actually have to do everything alone. You know, when you think of writing a book, you're like, okay, this is going to be a solo project for like two years before I publish it. And so to be able to write a chapter in a book and to launch with a group of people was so fun, so exciting that I thought, why not bring this model to the executive world that I know and that I love? And so that's really what kind of birthed soul excellence was publishing is like my own experience, getting to write, getting to express and saying, I bet there are so many people who, who want to use writing as a way to reconnect with who they are and also start to lay out the path for here are some thoughts on where I think I've, I'm headed. Cause, um, I feel like we often write things that <laughs> like it gives us a way to, to start to put out into the world what it is that we really, really desire. So we all know like whatever we sort of focus on is what we create. And I love that publishing is a way for people to express themselves and start to hold out like, here's the version of someone I, I want to become. So it's, it's, it's been a journey <laughs> and it's really just begun with the publishing world. I love the way you explain that, Kaylee, that the journey from, to entrepreneurship for you was really about becoming. And I think so many people 
can resonate with that idea and that concept. But hearing you say it, it was like, you know what? She's right. And I never really thought about it that way, but it's such a great way of crystallizing it. But in your books, I want to get back to that for just one second. You have interviewed so many amazing people. And so in your experiences with interviewing these folks, what have you noticed is like some of the common themes that or the key lessons learned in those decisions to transition from corporate to entrepreneurism or starting their own business, even if they did it with others. And so what kind, what are some of those key lessons that you can share with us today? Yeah, I think the, the things that I've learned and that I've learned from the community that I'm building is, I think to, to Linda, the word that you use, there is a huge amount of faith that is required, especially when you're, you're step, you are stepping into the unknown. And in fact, one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen executives make when they decide to leave corporate is that they go out and build a business that's pretty much exactly what they were doing before. So they've left a consulting company and now they're a solo consultant. You know, they left their design company and now they're a solopreneur designer. And they then go about creating a business that's exactly set up like the place they just left and wanted to leave for a reason. <laughs> so what I really encourage leaders to do is like, if, if you are a leader in your organization, like you clearly have so many skills and so many talents. And I invite people to, to kind of think of this more as, as cross training where you don't like, yes, you were an expert over here, but that's not what you have to bring into building your own business. Because for a lot of these individuals, why would you create this thing that then, yeah, you, you don't, you don't have the benefits. You don't have the, the corporate experience that was really fun and exciting. And so really giving per people permission to create something new. And, and for me, I'll opening myself up to possibilities. You know, when I knew I wanted to become an entrepreneur, uh, I mean, this, this is a yeah confession moment. I, I didn't know what the business was going to be. I truly did not know. And I thought, you know what? Okay, I've hired a lot of teams. Maybe I'll like help people with like career stuff. You know, like it was just like, I, I was thinking so linearly of like, here's what I'm good at. Okay, I'll just do that same thing. And I gave myself about six months to, to almost deprogram a little bit from corporate and to write and to create and to podcast and really start to say, who am I beyond the, the, you know, the suits that I've worn and the startup things that I've done? Like, who am I really? And that's what gave, gave me space to experience being in a book, experience then the idea of, oh, this would be an amazing business for the people that I know. And that was not the plan. And so what I tell people is like, be open to possibilities and trust that you have, that, that you're deserving of what you desire but trust that all the little people that come into your life, when you make that decision to open up to being an entrepreneur, like they, they come into your world for a reason. And so just to, to stay in it, because <laughs> a lot of people like dip their toe in and are like, oh yeah, that's hard. Let me go back, you know, and do what I was doing. And so like, give yourself permission, stay in it because like with everything in life, like we're not trying to race to the finish line, like the finish line is death. And so like, being here and living in the experience, this is this is the gift of being an entrepreneur. Is it is a roller coaster every day. <laughs> That's right. It absolutely is a roller coaster every single day. 
But, you know, one of the things that you've done in Soul Excellence Publishing, which I really applaud, is you create new communities and friendships, really, to support the leaders as they craft their stories. And you help support their journey. So what have you learned about the impact of community and some of the best practices in creating community? It's um, it's it's a great question. And it's it's something that I almost hadn't anticipated in the creation of this company that we were building a community. And it has been so amazing for me to see the friendships that have been built out of collaborating on a book. You know, when you work together on a shared goal, even if it's virtual, like having that experience together, it is just so much more fun. <laughs> like, um, so the, the things that I've really learned with this community in particular are, you know, my, what I have to be aware of in creating community is that it does start with my integrity, my self-care, the way that I'm sort of showing up for myself on a day-to-day -day basis. So I can then show up for the community that we're creating. I really have come to believe that so much of the interactions that we have are about, are about energy, are about influence. It's not really what we're saying. It's the feeling, of course, of being in someone's presence. And so I've really had to change the way I show up for myself so that I can build and create and nourish this community. Um, and the other thing I'd say is that I, I've become a huge fan this year of really tapping into the power of virtues. And I, I keep a set of virtues cards here at my desk. And what's so amazing about virtues is that they are universal. They are simply elements of character. We, any card that I pick from this deck, like it just instantly connects you back to the highest version of, of yourself. And so I, whether or not I do it on a call with the group prior to every call, like I'm just pulling a card and allowing that to also be the energy that shows up. So faith would be one or diligence or understanding or patience. And I love that because it also just, it sets a tone and it sets a standard that um, it, it kind of allows you to, to navigate the group dynamics because when you create community, what I've realized when you create community, especially with very, um, type A, achievement-oriented, high-powered people, um, my, which, you know, I've, I've been that person, I've been around those, this, this, this group for a long time, but I realize that my role now in creating community is to kind of diffuse some of that and really allow people to feel like they can just show up to the call and be, and that it's, or, or like the interaction that we're having and just be without needing to prove themselves or, you know, get credit for things or whatever. So creating community by connecting to like shared, shared mission, of course, using the virtues and then being very cognizant as the, as the leader or the person creating the community of, of how I show up for myself. Those, those are the things that I've learned <laughs> and that, and then of course, nothing's going to go perfectly. So it's really asking for, um, asking for what you need to from the group. Uh, so maybe I'll end actually with, with that point, you know, I think there was a part of me in my past life where, especially if you're, um, you know, you're, you're serving clients, you, you almost, um, oh gosh, what was I going to say? It's like, you, you don't ask for things. Cause you're like, Hey, they're, they're the client, they're doing the asking and, and we're doing the serving as the employee or even as the entrepreneur. And so realizing that I still have to, you know, ask things of the group and, 
And that actually creates more connections. Say, you know, for example, like our book is launching tomorrow. I would like you all to share it with your networks. And so putting out those requests um, has been important too, because it, 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 I think there was, yeah, still a part of me like from corporate of like, oh no, am I asking too much? You know, we kind of have that fear. Am I asking too much? Instead of saying, wait, we're all in this together. We're collaborating. There, um, there is trust here. Yes, you can ask of each other. The discussion on community is just enlightening. And I think, you know, it's going to be so meaningful. It's, it's already resonated for me just so personally with how important that that focus on community is when you can create it and build it. But in addition to creating community, Kaylee, you also help your um, leaders really focus on creating opportunity to express themselves and for that leader to find a way to feel supported in crafting their story. So how would you sort of advise or coach a leader to begin identifying and crafting their story as like a first step? Yeah. Um, the, the kind of two things that I recommend is number one, as a leader, you know, we're, we're kind of tuned into accomplishments and achievements oftentimes. And so it can be helpful to go back and just reflect on now, yeah, what have been the highlights of your career, of your life? Like what were those milestones? But then the thing I encourage people to do is to really shift from the head to the heart. And this is something like, it is a journey for, for me where I'm like up here a lot and, you know, go, 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 lots of mental activity. And so, yeah, let's tap into that to like find the milestone moments, the things that mattered. But when it comes to the expression, tapping into the heart and just allowing yourself to go to that moment when you hit that major milestone or your first child was born and just allow your heart to kind of tell you what, what were you feeling in that moment? How did you feel? Who were you surrounded by? Going back into feeling and connection versus just like the event before. So it's like, go here, hold that. And then we can go into, okay, why does that matter so much to you? The second thing that I encourage leaders to do is to take a step back, particularly if they're writing books for like their solo books, a thought leadership book, or a story more of personal, personal growth. Um, what I first do with those authors is like our first, our first like calls, we don't really talk about the book. We talk more about their values, their principles, what does matter to them, because those also serve as anchor points for, they're going to be the lenses through which we're hearing your story. <laughs> like, you know, for example, if I really valued, um, you know, like wealth and abundance, which I do, but it's not one of my like top, 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 how I might've expressed or experienced what happened when I closed that contract would have been really different. But if one of my top values is trust, and also expression, when an event like that happens and it's a little misaligned, you're like, wait, you know, what path am I on? Then it feels different. So that's my other suggestion is to go and just spend some time. You know, there's so many values boards and things out there where you're just looking at a list and allowing yourself to say, which ones speak to me most and using those as anchor points for, for writing a story, for reflecting on something. Um, Cause they're gonna come out. It's just nice to be able to see them and say, oh, right. This is why I do these things. <laughs> this is why I stood up then. Oh, because courage is one of the things that I value, whatever it is. So you can't go wrong either way, but it's really connecting back to heart and out of head, which 
is a struggle sometimes for my uh, super powered <laughs> audience of leaders that I work with. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, because you have worked with so many extraordinary leaders, profiling them in their books, helping them craft their stories, creating best-selling books, right and left, most recent one, Significant Women, um, what is in your mind, Kaylee, one of the most important leadership pieces of advice that you've ever received and that you've taken with you on your journey of leadership? Oh, it's um it's a great question. And there's there's a few there's a few pieces of advice that stick. And I think the when it comes to leadership, like the best. Hmm. There's there's two things that really stand out to me. So when I was uh, when I was at SnapDocs and I you know we were expanding the organization and we were now going to not just have like this commercial like kind of commercial team that was doing everything. We were getting bigger. We know we had to have a clear sales team, clear customer success team, clear customer support team. And I remember like I just wasn't showing up in the best way in the company at that time where you could see like I was feeling frustrated and burnt out. And I'm the kind of person where like if I um, <laughs> what did my CEO say to me one day? He's like, Kaylee, I know if, like the company, if we're going to have a good or bad day based on how you walk, how you walk through the door. And he told me that. And I was like, wow, OK. I had no idea how much my presence and my energy, like I had no idea the impact that it had on the company. And that at that moment in time, like I was not using my powers for good. You know, I was letting all the frustration I was feeling, which it turns out was with myself for not honoring my path and my journey come out and across the company. So the best leadership advice, like it comes from so many sources, but it all goes back to, to energy and to presence. And I was reading um, this book, The Untethered Soul, uh, last week on, um, on a trip that I was on. And it really reminded me that, you know, we're, we're here for this experience. And one of the best things that we can do as leaders is to live somewhat in this suspended judgment of all things and to just observe, to notice, and to not be reactive. You know, looking back, like when I was not being the best leader I could be, I was being reactive and living in my mind and, you know, someone sharing something with you and you're like already planning three steps ahead. And so the best advice has been to slow down, simplify, observe, and it all goes back to just how do you carry yourself? What is your energy? And I, I believe that with the right energy and the right passion for something as a leader, you are going to inspire other people to grow, to transform, to expand. And I, from my perspective, that's really what leadership is, is, is being a model and also giving people permission through that example to be themselves, show up and, and, I, yeah, and lead with soul excellence, to be really connected uh, to their soul excellence. I love that. And there's something you said there that I just think is so powerful when you said, allow for there to be a moment of suspended judgment, allow there to be just a moment of curiosity and observe the situation with a spirit of curiosity and suspended judgment, just to say, huh, this is kind of interesting. How do I feel about this? What's really going on here? 
you know, how should, what are my choices in terms of how I'm going to react? And I love that. I just think that's such a powerful way of thinking about leadership. And Kaylee, I will tell you, this was a delight to be able to speak to you about, you know, Soul Excellence, which is a phenomenal publishing organization, but also the way that you have experienced leadership through the leaders that you've profiled in your book. Um, some of the key lessons that you've learned about not only from personal experience, how to transition from corporate to starting your own business, but also the key lessons that you've learned from the leaders that you've profiled. You take those stories to heart, you really integrate them into who you are and you share them with the world. And I, for one, am so grateful for that. I think the work you do is incredibly impactful. And I appreciate how you allow leaders to go through this journey of expression because that can be absolutely transformational. So Kaylee, thank you. Thank you for being a part of Lead Hership Global Podcast today. Thank you so much. It has been so fun spending time together. I really, really appreciate being able to, to share. Thank you. You've been amazing. Thank you for joining Leadership Global, a podcast for and about unstoppable women stepping into courage, claiming their power, and embracing bold leadership. Join us each week as we talk to a collection of inspirational women changing the world and tackling the most pressing issues we're facing today as women and as leaders. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.